0: the only problem is if your like little blue voice like line goes all the way outside of the voice track god which is fine it's not gonna happen (laughs) You're good. I
1: hope it doesn't. I'm so stressed. (laughs) This is too professional for me. I have no idea what's going on. It can't be
0: worse than my audio was last week, because it was bad. Oh, God. Yeah, that was pretty wild. I don't know why it did that, but... Mm -hmm. Despite, I guess? (laughs) So I I did get a new microphone, which is nice. Well, it's sounding crisp and clean. thank you. Yeah, I, um... My co-worker, I guess? Another teacher, he records music, so yeah we have a we have a
1: musician teacher too he uh yeah he just had a remix done by the apex twins which is like oh, holy shit <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's kind of impressive um yeah he's very cool he's definitely the coolest teacher in the school and then all the kids are like Oh, he's my favorite i'm like yeah mine too <laughs>
0: he's my favorite yeah too. when i was at i taught at the middle school before i taught at the high school and so i would be like oh who was your english teacher and they'd be like oh this person i'd be like oh they were so nice and they're like oh you know her it's like yeah i taught with her for a yeah. year i know everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah they they like that because then they get to be like it makes the connection of like oh you know this person they don't just like live in a in their classroom
1: it's so weird when kids are like you spend time with each other outside of school it's like you have what when- people who socialize and do normal
0: stuff <laughs> I know, it's very funny I, uh, I'm looking for condos and the best ones are super close to my school and I'm like but I don't <sighs> want to see kids it's,
1: yeah when we set up the parameters with our real estate agents, we're looking we're looking to buy a house too, um, she was like anywhere you don't want to be, I was like not in this school district's catchment area <laughs> like at all i don't want to be near them i don't want to see them i want to be by myself and i'm not at school she was like that is 100 percent understandable i support this
0: well welcome to are you serious a journey through bad reddit relationships i am morgan
1: i'm esme and this is episode 26 yes yes i have to count again now yes. this is stressful <laughs> It's just adding to my combined stress. We're all over the place. Uh, you know, oh God, trying honestly. out new recording things. It's fine, like usual. I wouldn't ever say that we were ever cool, calm, and collected. Yeah,
0: especially. Well, maybe not. Not me. Definitely, maybe you, but not I me. I also have the added advantage of being the person who has to like deal with the audio file for you know several hours. I don't envy you. I'm so <laughs> glad I don't have to do that. <laughs> I'm. It's. It gets meditative. Medit. Meditative.
1: meditative no meditative i think is that's how i'd pronounce it anyway but that doesn't mean anything
0: (laughs) and there's only like three controls i have to use so and then the rest is all just filtering so it's not that bad anyway so i got some fun ones today
1: yes 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 That's Uh, this
0: first one is delightful but
1: Delightful, like, really delightful, or, like, uh, I'm gonna be, be mad? It's, it's
0: delightful as in, like, I love this person, and I want them to be my best friend. Awesome, okay. <laughs> okay, so, OP is 32, his brother uh-huh. is 30, uh, and his niece is 11. Okay. Am I the asshole for teaching my 11-year-old niece, quote, inappropriate skills?
1: Appropriate <laughs> skills. <laughs> what does that even mean? My brother
0: and his wife like to go on trips and they repeatedly bring their daughter for me to babysit. They usually give me no or at most one day of warning. Oh, what so, the last time they did that, as a little bit of a thank you for doing this, I did buy a lock picking set and practice locks and proceeded to spend the week teaching her how to pick locks.
1: Hell yes. It
0: is amazing how interested kids get when you teach them skills like that. Well, she got really good at it, and at the end of the week I sent her home with her brand new pick set in her pocket. Her Damn. mother noticed reasonably fast what happened because they always lock the candy in a kitchen cupboard and it was suddenly all gone. <laughs> now they are really angry with me. So Reddit, am I the asshole yeah. for doing this?
1: Absolutely not. If they're showing up to your house <laughs> one hour before they leave with no notice, you can teach that kid anything you want. You go for it, my guy. That's
0: the best. This is the most amazing, like, passive-aggressive uh, response to this that I have ever heard. It's like, what? I'm just teaching her some life skills. This is true chaotic neutral behavior.
1: <laughs> like, if you ever need a, a an understanding of the good, neutral, evil table, this guy is dead center chaotic neutral. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I'll look after your kid and no harm will befall her, but I may teach her how to pick locks. Yeah, I will
0: turn her into a rogue.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, oh, what a lad. What an absolute <laughs> lad. But, uh, like, uh, it it grinds my gears when people leave their kids' places without any notice. Yeah, They just show up. Like,
0: And that poor daughter where they're like, yeah, we're not gonna take you anywhere on any of your trips. Why doesn't
1: she get to go camping? I feel like it's
0: probably more like, we're going to Greece for a weekend or whatever. Yeah. Um this person in the comments is like sleight of hand, forgery, how to hotwire a car, how to drive a manual transmission, drum lessons. Start finding other inappropriate skills to teach your niece.
1: Yeah, what else can he teach her now? Now she knows how to pick locks. Like how can how can we give her skills for life? Buy
0: her a recorder, the <gasps> those little like flute things. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, recorders. So in England, pretty much the first instrument that any kid learns how to play is the recorder. If you've never seen one before, they are devices of pure evil, because they never sound good. They're made of plastic, and it's it's almost like a flute. It's like a cross between a flute and a clarinet, but the cheapest version of both of those (laughs) things that you can ever imagine.
0: Yeah. You've probably seen one at the toy store or whatever. You get whole choirs
1: of them at English like elementary schools being played by 7 year olds all doing bar bar black sheep at the same time or whatever and it's just awful the most terrible sound if you haven't heard the recorder cover of the Jurassic Park theme <laughs> tune on YouTube yet look it up you will not be disappointed well there
0: is one that does the uh the 2001 a space odyssey theme um with the little robot that squirts ketchup <laughs> it's very funny because it's like everything's everything's messing up nothing is working like it's supposed to <laughs> uh,
1: Bad recorder covers on YouTube is pretty much perfect yeah get her a recorder that'll be fun for you <laughs> <laughs> teach her how to play
0: one song no more just one that's it you don't need any more than that's one. the way to be the maximum annoying is because <laughs> they just hear that one song over and over again Oh, teach her how to beatbox.
1: (laughs) That would be annoying.
0: Free, but annoying. Yes, that one's free too. Uh, Yeah, sleight of hand. Like, how to cheat in cards.
1: Oh yeah, teach her. Just teach her a bunch of like awesome sleight of hand tricks. Watch as she becomes the world's greatest street magician.
0: (laughs) 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 Next, David Blaine. She's like a thief in her off hours. I'm just thinking, like this is just pure Skyrim behavior. <laughs>
1: okay, how how many more things from Skyrim can we teach this kid? No, I have not played Skyrim.
0: What?
1: <laughs> it's been it's been re released like twenty five times. I can't believe you haven't played it on one of your yeah, consoles. I could, yet. I could buy
0: it four <laughs> different times, maybe five. No,
1: honestly, that was the first. I had a PS3 for like a really long time. That was the first kind of proper fantasy game on my console that I was really into, like with all that min-maxing bullshit Um, Skyrim's great, it's great It's it's, mm, people say it's not as good as Oblivion but the story, the actual storyline in Oblivion is crap (laughs) it's really bad, the best thing about Oblivion is the side quests the side quests are where it's all at but Skyrim, like, the main story's pretty good the
0: side quests are kind of lame So my understanding that it's like, also a lot more customizable than Skyrim Mm mmm i wouldn't say so look when i play any
1: of these games i just go sneak thief rogue archer <laughs> so i can't tell you how customizable it is beyond yes i was able to make a sneak thief rogue archer and get five times sneak attack because no one could see me <laughs> um i do like sneak
0: attacks maybe you could teach her how to do sneak attacks
1: do, do sneak attacks you sh- you should teach her, like takedowns. yes absolute rest absolutely wrestling
0: moves you should get her into larping <laughs> with those big foam swords so she can just like over yeah. everything in the house yeah magic missile magic missile and it would be
1: endlessly entertaining to watch her bother her parents about that most of this i'm just here for the bother the parents value because they seem like selfish there's people. also
0: the get her into something that's super expensive Oh, so like I mean I don't know. Sports are super expensive these days. You got to buy all the equipment. Warhammer. Yeah, Warhammer.
1: <laughs> Get her into painting minis. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Expensive, time consuming, uses a lot of space in the house. That's
0: better. I was gonna say Magic the Gathering, but that's better because it's <sighs> when I... more space. So yeah.
1: <laughs> when I came to America, my husband was like, "I cleaned out this room for you." But also, I threw out nearly 2,000 Magic the Gathering cards so you could have space for your stuff. (laughs) I was like, what? And he brought out a bunch of fucking uh, shoeboxes filled with playing cards. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) So that was a thing that I
0: dodged a bullet with. (laughs) I hope he means he sold them.
1: Yeah, he tried to teach me how to play Magic the Gathering when I had the flu. (laughs) So...
0: (laughs) When
1: we were in England, he was I couldn't do anything except sit in my bed. So he was like, oh, she must be really bored. I know what I'll do. I'll buy a Magic the Gathering deck and I'll teach her to play Magic the Gathering, which it was a really nice thought, but I just couldn't concentrate on anything. So he's like trying to teach me the rules of Magic the Gathering. And I was like, just the whole room is spinning. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I can play this game. <laughs> I forgot I don't remember anything about Magic the Gathering. And he must have spent like an hour trying to teach it to me. I remember nothing except that there were cards and they have colors.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things that's like easy to learn, difficult to master, and also really expensive right. to master. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the other way you could go is to get her into something that uh, requires her parents to spend time with her. <laughs> like, something really time-consuming. It's like, actually, she really wants to join uh, like Girl Scouts and... Ice skating. Yeah, so that parent-daughter ice skating so that you actually spend time with her because this poor child...
1: Doubles tennis. Only doubles tennis.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like... It must be nice to have a free babysitter and all, but the least you can do is bloody phone him before you show up. Yeah,
0: and, like, she's 11. That's the time where you can start bringing her places and it's not, like, right. miserable.
1: It's not like she's four and you can't really take her on a plane because it's a nightmare. Like, she's 11 and arguably that's where when kids start to actually get interesting. Yeah. So... Yeah, why why are they leaving her out like she's an inconvenience? That's lame. Rogue uncle keep continue to teach her terrible skills. I'm into it. I have suggest. I like exploring. the hotwire
0: a car suggestion a lot. Hotwire a car is such a good uh, such a good stuff search. that's you can teach that's not illegal. Like it's not illegal to hotwire your own car. <laughs> nope. It's not illegal to lockpick your own house, but nope. Just stuff that the parents will be like, "Ooh, this is inappropriate." <laughs>
1: I can't believe she used that skill immediately to get the candy. What a lad. That's
0: so good. Yeah, and so that means that she's just gonna, she's gonna use it in the perfect way. Uh, OP says, I was thinking blackjack card counting, but thanks for the idea. (laughs) Oh, yes.
1: No, that's a great idea. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Just stuff that will, it's like, you know, you're setting her up for life with all these rogue skills.
1: You're you're, you're building an anarchist and I love it. (laughs) Like from the ground up and it's wonderful
0: continue. I'm trying to think of some other other skills, but yeah, I think we pretty much covered it. I'm trying to think of like other
1: skills I would like to learn, and a lot of them are car, re- like DIY and car-related. I would love Ooh. to know how to change a tire. Graffiti. Oh, graffiti! That's
0: a good one. Expensive, messy, requires a lot of space, potentially hazardous. That could actually get her in trouble, though, because uh, yeah. it's like, illegal for kids to even be in possession of um, spray paint Is in it? some places, yeah. That's wild. Yeah, the things you guys make illegal, honestly. It's like, yeah, just make one of those big, like, wall- they have those graffiti wall in the backyard. Yeah. yeah, just something that's like paint messy. I mean, I guess, I guess, it's warhammer kind of is like fits all the things. Warhammer ticks all the boxes. It requires the parents to spend time. It's messy. Yep. It's expensive. Yep. It takes yep. up a lot of space.
1: Yes, I think that's like the perfect inconvenient hobby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into it.
0: Yeah, I uh, I try and avoid these things that people get super addicted to because I I get way way into things.
1: I know, me too. It's it's a difficult line to tread. I have um, a lot of addictive personalities in my family, and I'm continuously aware of that <laughs> fact when I start to when I start to really enjoy something. I'm like, this is dangerous. I should stop.
0: yeah I uh like whenever I play something I'm immediately like okay which character in this can I cosplay like which one am I gonna make a costume out of which is like a nice focus because comic-con four days a year you get four costumes that's it
1: I uh, when I was about god 15 this is terrible (laughs) I got really into puzzle pirates like if if you're not sure what puzzle pirates is it's the equivalent of crack cocaine (laughs) (laughs) for people who like match three puzzles I love match-three puzzles. I could play them all day. Got it. So I got into Puzzle Pirates, which is like you play match-three puzzles, but your skill at the match-three puzzle allows you to be good at pirate skills. Things like, you know, stopping the ship from sinking from bilge water or like repairing holes in the ship. You could go on these massive like sea monster raids and whatever. It was actually pretty great in its height. It's like the crappiest graphics ever. I used to spend literally 12 hours a day on that goddamn website. (laughs) To the point where when I was in university and they started, I started doing my own crew and I started running my own sea monster raids, the internet in our student house went out and I went to the top of the stairs and said, downstairs, said to everybody downstairs who just unplugged the router, I'm going to murder every single one of you. <laughs> <laughs> I have to kill this cracky. <laughs> and I lost my ship. When I logged back on, my ship was gone. I'd been shipwrecked. All my money was gone. I was like, God... Damn it! That's the moment I knew I had to stop because <laughs> I was like, I was ready to crack skulls. It was terrible. It was five five wasted years on Puzzle Pirates, and this is why I can't,
0: I can't go back. That's why I like Sea of Thieves because at least you, it has a bit more of a like I'm just spending time with friends kind of vibe. No, I don't want to
1: talk to people. <laughs> I just need to play match three puzzles. That's all. <laughs> that's that's all I
0: need. When I was in seventh grade, I got super into MSN games. Like, oh, they Jesus. had their own set of games on Windows XP, and oh God, the one I super got into was Billiards, which would match you with a random person in the world. So that was probably bad. And then also another pirate game called Trade Winds. Oh, I had a Trade Winds. That was pretty fun. It was basically like, you know, go to a port, sell, buy low, sell high, maybe do a bounty or something. It was pretty simple but also very addicting i'm glad that i never got on the wow train because i can guarantee
1: i would be some lady naked in a basement somewhere like spending literally all my time and money on warcraft i can guarantee it i see it in my other timeline
0: and i'm (laughs) glad that i dodged that bullet i refer to everyone who used to play wow as in recovery because (laughs) it's extremely addicting (sighs) yeah i can
1: understand how it gets addictive though like i see i see elements yeah. of it and i'm like yeah I, I could i could sink 10 hours into this <laughs> easy without even thinking about it without even blinking
0: yeah that's on my oh, no-go God. list for sure yeah i can't i can't do that so yeah this person should turn his niece into a rogue and oh, let's do uh, it. then eventually well the problem is eventually if they stop dropping her off with him like is that going to be better or worse for her
1: Well, then she might get to go on some exciting trips, at at least. least, That's true. Like she'll be forced to spend time (laughs) with her parents if they're so upset that he's teaching her skills. Then they're actually going to have to spend time with their daughter and parent her. Which you know, who is really getting punished here? (laughs) Not the kid, because she. Either way, I think she like win-win. Now I get to go on trips with my parents. But I still have this cool lock-picking
0: skill, <laughs> and I can use to internationally like, get in trouble. Right?
1: Like they can't unteach that. She knows that now. <laughs> <laughs> so being mad at him about it isn't going to fix anything. <laughs> She's still going to know how to pick locks. This is the best. This is just the best revenge. Yeah. I-, I, I think the it. recorder
0: is like a good, some sort of music oh, device, man. and then something expensive.
1: Just start buying her minis and then paint like two with her and be like, oh, wow, now now, ask your parents for this set <laughs> and I'll paint it with you. Or they'll paint it with you. Maybe. Can you imagine them going into one of those um, games workshops? <laughs> That'd be so funny. <laughs> That'd be the best revenge. Oh my God.
0: It's <laughs> like, dang, now I have to spend time with my child. What is this?
1: And go into this nerd shop. This is the worst.
0: <laughs> All right. So that's that one. That's good. I enjoyed that. Next one you might need the chimes for. The chimes are ready. They're like by Beautiful. my hand.
1: I'm I'm ready to be mad. Oh, I need to sneeze, but like it's not <laughs> coming. I normally I normally don't ever get any notice about my sneezes, <laughs> but this one, I feel it brewing and it's going to be big and loud. So if I sneeze, I apologize. Well, all
0: of our sinuses are uh, going haywire right now just because of all the smoke in the air.
1: Yeah. Yeah, everything is, everything is pain. Let's not okay. think about it. Move OP, on.
0: OP, <laughs> uh, actually, there, okay, so in this one there's no ages. OP is woman and OP, OP is, is, is woman. woman. I thought she was a man for the whole time. Okay. You'll see why. <laughs> am okay. I the asshole for letting my dog poop in my front yard before I go to work? Hmm. Not, not in theory. For the last four months, I have been put on early shifts, so I start work between 6 and 6.30 a.m. Because of that, I tie my dog out my front yard about... 30 minutes before I'm due in so he can do his business. My dog will bark at passing cars/people, etc. I try to bring him in but sometimes he goes on for a bit and that's just life. My neighbor's bedroom window backs into my front yard. They have been knocking on the window and loudly sighing every time my dog barks in the morning. I talked to my neighbor on the other side and they said they are not bothered about it, so I did not do anything to stop the noise because my dog needs to use the toilet and he is on my property. The neighbor tried to talk to me a few times, and I just walked away because I feel they're really overreacting and did not wish to argue.
1: No, you can't just walk away from that conversation. That's not okay. The other
0: morning at 6am when my dog barked, someone called me selfish out the window. I didn't want to confront them right then, so I waited until my daughter was here. They had their bedroom window open around 2pm, so I shouted through until they came to it and asked what their problem is. They said they're fed up of waking up at 6am every day and that they work late, blah blah. The woman said she's had a headache for two days straight because of lack of sleep and my dog, which sounds like bullshit. (laughs) I explained that my dog is barking at raccoons that were passing through their front yard and that noise ordinances don't apply in situations where my dog is antagonized. I explained that they should have more respect as they only rent and we own. (sighs) I told them we could be 10 times worse and wake them up at 5 a.m. I said this to show we were being respectful. I said they can literally just move if they don't like it because they rent. And the woman laughed. At this point, I said if the woman didn't get away from her window, I was going to come over there. Not to fight, just to explain. It says in parentheses. The woman responded by laughing again and telling me to come over and calling me a fat bitch. At this point, I called the cops because they were harassing us. What? I could hear them sitting on the bed talking about us when I was on the phone. The cops spoke to them first for some reason, even though they should have come here first because we were the ones that complained. I'm annoyed because the cop didn't say anything to them about insulting us, and instead issued us a warning for violating noise ordinances, and said we could be fined. He would not listen to anything I said and seemed uninterested. Yeah. This morning I called their landlord and the landlord was very rude. Again, I didn't care about their tenant insulting me or harassing us. They were just really unhelpful and refused to do anything about the situation, so I'm looking into legal options to force them to do something. I don't know how to let my dog use the toilet anymore. There was no reason for the woman, who isn't American, to insult me. The cops (laughs) said because they were in their home they can't tell them to move from the room. What that that story gets wild. It's like okay, this is like a minor spat between neighbors, and then she just like walks over to their house and shouts, shouts through, their window. through their window, and then calls the cops. And when that doesn't work, calls the landlord. Like how many Karen check marks do you need for how shitty you are? This is full Karen behavior. Yeah. Like yes, the dog has to poop, but it shouldn't be bothering
1: your neighbors. And I say this as somebody whose house is surrounded by people with dogs in their yard. And two nights ago, <laughs> until 11pm, two of those dogs were singing the songs of their people to each other <laughs> for about two hours. Look, I love dogs. Dogs are great. But they're noisy bastards and you need to
0: bring them inside at night. Yes. Like I don't want to hear them barking all night. It's so annoying. I get really passionate about people. Like I hate when people leave their dogs outside most of the time because they're pack animals, they're social creatures. They we literally bred them to be around human beings, and if you leave them outside, it is emotional neglect.
1: I just like not that she is doing
0: this because <sighs> it's just for thirty minutes. But why can't she do it in the backyard? Does she not have a backyard?
1: Yeah, does she not have a backyard? Like, is there not a way? Well, well... the other thing is, a dog shouldn't just be barking all the time anyway. You you're meant to control that, right? As a responsible dog owner, you're meant to be able to control your dog's noise. So that's part of your job as a dog owner, is to make sure your dog isn't bothering anybody else. And 6am is early to be woken up by a barking dog that you're just leaving outside for 30 minutes. Yeah,
0: and that's like the perfect time in the morning where you can't get back to sleep. So you're just out an hour or an hour and a half of sleep. god. And all this thing
1: about, well, they rent, so they can just move. Oh, all right. Yeah, sure. That's exactly how renting works. Oh, Dude.
0: God. And then just, like, just escalates from being just a bad neighbor to a shitty person to the worst, most racist person. Like, classist garbage. American
1: Like, what does that... That has no bearing on anything. They're not, you know, setting off freedom fireworks every 60 seconds in their backyard and playing Star Spangled Banner all night. Like, th- the fact that they're American doesn't mean
0: anything. Yeah, and someone was like, you're the asshole for a bunch of reasons. Like, don't call the cops unless it's an emergency and you have no other options. Yeah,
1: what a what a stupid reason to call the cops. They have important stuff to do. Well, maybe not always, <laughs> but, like, most... I would say most cops probably have more important things they could be doing than
0: coming to your house and dealing with a neighbor They're not going to do those things either, but they could be doing those more important They could things. be doing them. Yeah, so is like, she's allowed to insult me out her window? Like, girl, you went up to her window yes. and started shouting into her bedroom.
1: You invited this conversation. So the, the, what she says to you now has has... No bearing on anything. It's not like she came into your house and started cursing you out.
0: Like, and also, then we have the peace day resistance because she's like, my family worked hard to own this house. And someone okay. who hasn't done that being allowed to change how I live is not fair. What? Okay. So what? many things wrong with this where she's like, I'm better than you because
1: I own my and house. And she didn't
0: even do anything. Her family worked hard to own this house. That makes me feel like she doesn't, she didn't buy it. Mommy and daddy bought it for her. Right. And then it's like, change how I, you're changing how they live by not they letting live them sleep. By waking them up at
1: 6am every morning with book dog barking. This one just
0: made me so mad. Oh my god. Just so annoying. Like,
1: dogs are dogs are dogs. You can't really, you know, change the way an animal behaves. I say this as somebody who lives with a cat. <laughs> um, but you, there's, there's training your dog and then there's training your dog. Yeah. And that dog should not be barking for 30 minutes every morning. Just irresponsible dog owners really irritate me.
0: Yeah, because everybody wants a dog because it's like part of the whole nuclear family nonsense. And then they're cute. And they're like, you know, they're nice. It's nice to have a dog.
1: Dogs are nice. They slobber and they stink, but they're nice. (laughs) I wouldn't want to live with one. I don't mind visiting them occasionally and taking them for walks, but I wouldn't want one in my house. But
0: yeah, then people don't understand how to train it. Like, I run at the lake near my apartment, two lakes near my apartment, and people have those stupid leashes that, like, retract.
1: Those extender leashes. Oh, God,
0: I hate them so much. Because what they're designed for is when you're taking your dog out to use the bathroom, you can let them kind of go away from you. They're not designed for walking around with your dog. If you're taking your dog on a walk, they need to be on the shortest setting.
1: And it needs to be locked. Locked. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the amount of times I've almost been tripped, like I've had to jump over dogs before. (sighs) Like it's ridiculous. Kids too, but you don't usually have a kid on a leash. Sometimes, you know, they just run off and aren't paying attention. (laughs) I don't know.
1: My mom had us on leashes. Yeah. Kid leashes, those harness things. I
0: I think, Mm -hmm. especially in a crowd, those kid leashes can be useful. But yeah, it's it bothers me when people think, oh, my a dog is cute. I'm going to get a dog. And then they don't understand how to yeah. train it. They don't understand how to potty train. They don't understand how to keep it from jumping up or jumping on the furniture. There are no bad dogs, only bad owners. Some people are okay with their dogs on the furniture, which is fine. That's your choice, but no. <laughs> All dogs are good boys, even when they're girls. They're good boys. And...
1: Bad owners should be punished. Like,
0: <sighs> my, uh my, we've always had dogs my whole life. And my parents, when I was a kid, we didn't let the dogs up on the furniture. The one exception right. would be 4th of July when our poor, my parents have one of those super tall beds that's like waist high. It's very tall oh, and a f- very loud firework went off near our house and the poor dog uh, just like hopped up on the bed in one leap and was like, no, I need to be here right now. Like he just went and laid down and curled up. It's like, okay, baby. Like that was so he never did that. He never jumped up on the furniture, but he was like, it's like oh, I need to be. We never
1: let Neo sleep in the bed unless there's a big um, thunderstorm because he starts to get antsy and he cries. So one time when I was in um, England, my husband was looking after the cat and... He texted me in the morning and said, Oh, look who came and shared the bed last night. And my cat was all like tucked up in the blankets. I was like, How come he gets to sleep in the bed? It was like, It was a big thunderstorm, but he was frightened. I was like, Oh, that's okay. That's fine. But otherwise, he's not allowed to sleep in the bed because he's an absolute nightmare at night just terrible yeah,
0: now my parents my dad is retired and so my mom just got a couple puppies last year and now he mm. treats them better than he ever treated me and my sister when we were kids <laughs> 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 Let's them up on the furniture gives them junk food all hours like oh hell yeah and, yeah Spoiled. it. they babies. will just hop up and they're still kind of puppies they're about a year now i think so they will like jump up and fight each other while they're on the couch. It's like I just want to watch my Buffy reruns, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, fuck this lady. Yeah. <laughs> what I idiot. just I like how she called the cops and that didn't work so she called their fucking landlord. How low is That's... that? It's just a
1: capitalist dystopia, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? God. Jesus. Like, well the cops won't do anything, so I'll call the person who controls your housing. Yeah, it's
0: like what are you going to do, call her boss next? Jesus Christ probably call her mom also uh uh someone's like have you tried staying in the yard with your dog right like, if it's barking it's clearly not pooping <laughs> and she's right. like my dog is a sheep dog and alerts me when someone is approaching my front yard that's his job if you don't like dogs move out of suburbia what and it's like i there are just dogs in the suburbs <laughs> yeah right a <laughs> What a dumb comment. And it's like, I, she doesn't even say I was here first. So I don't even know if, like, she owned her house first.
1: <laughs> like, she's moved into this neighborhood with I this barky dog. Hate this
0: woman. So I, I don't know. Aww. She might be an asshole of the year contender. Calling the fucking cops on... Actually, it doesn't say where these people are from, just that they are not American. But, like, calling the cops on an immigrant and calling their landlord is, like fucking low i thought you said they are american no there was no reason for the woman uh, who isn't american to insult me oh i thought you said who is
1: an american and i was like what have I got to do with anything no
0: she's racist too that's what that was oh probably oh well now i'm even more mad although it says she says i could hear them talking about me on their bed like sitting on the bed talking about us when i was on the phone calling the cops talking about us is she like mentioning the no dog her, her daughter this... was there that's what because she cause she, oh. she waited for her daughter who's presumably an adult I assume this woman's like sixty and so. her daughter is like thirty and just coming over to check on her mom or whatever like she doesn't also mention She's... her husband or anything yeah it's bizarre weird What weird woman
1: yeah. <laughs> i <laughs> Mostly confused. Yeah.
0: <laughs> My dog is barking at raccoons passing through their front yard. Okay. fuck. Okay, off. well then, why don't you call the cops on the raccoons,
1: you not <laughs> They do bitch. have little masks on. They're clearly <laughs> bandits. Little thieves.
0: <laughs> the previous
1: OP taught them how to pick oh locks. This woman's straight
0: the worst. I hate her. I hate her so much. <laughs> <laughs> is she as bad as the woman who thought that her neighbor was controlling the owl? <laughs> um, at least that woman seems like she had a couple screws loose. Uh, this- I feel like they should team up. <laughs> it like the ultimate
1: Karen team up. This owl, the, the you need to stop the owls and my dog. I can't control it. Yeah. Dogs—they're a
0: mystery to me.
1: Dogs a mystery, but you control owls. Oh God! Oh my God! All
0: right. So this next one, uh, Op is twenty-two, and her brother and sister-in-law are twenty-five. Okay. Will I be the asshole if I took action over the way my brother and his wife feed my nephew? Took action? <laughs> that, that that phrase, took action, is doing a lot of work in this sentence. It's doing an incredible amount of work, and I'm thinking I like... I'm imagining you like leaping into action like Superman. I'm like, union
1: action? <laughs> Violent action? What kind of action are we talking about? I feel like I'm grading... Creative writing. And I'm like, you need to describe this a little I mean, better. To be
0: fair, that's probably most of what we do on this podcast is great in creative writing.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's not, let's not lie about our jobs here. All right.
0: My nephew Jack is 15 months old. My brother and his wife are both 25. We are in a COVID bubble with them and my parents, so we've seen more of them recently. I am concerned over my nephew's diet. My boyfriend agrees there is an issue, but says it's none of our business. He agrees with me asking Reddit. I have always had the slight concerns about Jack. My sister-in-law chose not to breastfeed him, for example. Okay, well,
1: well, that's irrelevant, but
0: whatever. <laughs> I'm going to put a little asterisk there because we're definitely coming back to that. You
1: we're going to talk about that. <laughs>
0: but recently, I think they may actually harm Jack with the way they feed him. Some examples from recent weeks. We arrived one day as they were finishing lunch, a yellow vegetable stew my sister-in-law had made. Jack had hardly eaten any of his food, and my brother said, "'Not hungry, buddy?' and took the dish away. He didn't offer him anything different or dessert or anything. (laughs) After a couple of hours, Jack started saying he was hungry, and my brother fetched the same dish from the fridge and warmed it up and made Jack eat it. We offered to babysit so they could walk to the lake with their dog one evening. I asked about warm milk for Jack at bedtime, and my brother just said, "'Give him water. If he wants milk, he'll ask.' He's not even a year and a half old. I made him milk anyway, and he drank it straight away, so I guess he did want it. Next example, my sister-in-law made a curry that I could just tell from the smell was incredibly spicy. They fed some to Jack. He straight away started saying, hot, hot, daddy, hot. And my brother just gave him this white sauce to put on it? I couldn't believe it. I went shopping for them at one point. We have been doing shared trips to reduce the number of times anyone has to go out. And noticed they didn't order any baby food. I checked the cupboards and there is one microwave ravioli thing for toddlers in the cupboard. It says on it, specially formulated for under twos. So they clearly need this kind of food until they are older? There's, There's a question mark at the end of that. Again, question mark's doing a lot of work.
1: It's not like kitten food. Like, I'm just- I'm confused about what this woman thinks this baby should be in. I I can't see any problems at the moment. (laughs) Everything seems pretty normal and like the correct way you should feed a child, but
0: do go on. My final example, and the worst in my opinion, this is what started the whole conversation about this. Lockdown rules are relaxed in our area, so we went out to eat. Six adults and Jack. The waiter offered my sister-in-law a kid's menu and she said, no, just bring a small empty plate, please. Then they gave Jack shrimp, steak, fries, and vegetables from their own plates. After a few minutes, Jack started to choke. Really choke. I was panicking, but my brother just casually laid down his fork, tipped Jack upside down, and whacked him on the back. My sister-in-law didn't even get up from her chair. Then my brother put Jack down and said, You need to chew better, buddy. That's what those new chompers are for. Everyone laughed, and he went straight back to eating the meal that almost just killed him. (laughs) I felt like I was losing my mind, and we left not long afterwards. That was just this past weekend, and my boyfriend and I have been kind of arguing about it since. So Reddit, what do you think? I know I would be the asshole for messing in my brother's business, but I would never forgive myself if something happened to Jack.
1: No, this is, there's nothing wrong. There is literally nothing wrong. This is what you're supposed to do. Like, do you you want this kid to only want to eat chicken nuggets for the rest of his life? Yeah,
0: eating adult food, that's like, that's good.
1: But no, that's really good. Like my, um, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law, they have three kids, and I am just always amazed at the stuff they will eat. Like, they eat sushi. The youngest one is five. Cool. My my little sister would not touch sushi until she was, like, 23. Because she she just had an extreme aversion to most foods. She had, like, a, a food fear. Mm-hmm. Um, because... Occasionally she would be made to feel stressed at the dinner table by being forced to eat stuff she didn't want to eat and by making that into like a high stress situation. You don't want your kid to have food aversion. That's a nightmare. Yeah. By not pandering and going, You don't want to eat this now? That's okay. And keeping the food so that when he is hungry, he has to learn that, you know, this is the food you have and this is what you're gonna eat. That's the absolute correct thing to do. Yeah,
0: I feel like we could... Like, she bullet pointed this, which is great. So I feel like we could go through it point by point and be like, this is why this was a yeah. so good. To see. Like, oh, I want to talk about the fucking breastfeeding oh my God. thing that's just, just yes, go off. preying on my mind.
1: <laughs> like, mums are under no obligation to breastfeed their children. There could be a myriad of reasons why this is not suitable, healthy, useful. Like, breastfeeding a kid... It doesn't mean anything. The kid is getting fed anyway. I know there's, like, research, and it's like, oh, but there's, like, special nutrients and stuff, whatever. Great, that's wonderful if you can actually breastfeed your child. But lots of mothers find it incredibly stressful, painful. They can't, either because of a medical reason or whatever, and they feel guilty about it because they can't. Like, you... You can't force people to do something that makes them uncomfortable or that is unhealthy for them.
0: Yeah, and the only reason, like, is that there's antibodies. Like, it boosts their immune system because the breast milk has specific antibodies. Like, that's it. That's, like, a mild – uh, yeah. uh, it, it's not like it, it's going to affect their quality of life later or any other nonsense that people say where it's like, oh, it makes them smarter. No, none of that. It's just, like – Maybe they won't get sick as much when they're a baby. And that's it. And introducing your baby to different foods. Also, I, I think this is correct, but
1: please tell me if I'm wrong. It helps you to better prevent against um, allergies yeah. in the future. Food allergies. Uh, if I'm wrong, please somebody tell me. But I, I think that's, that's how what it I works. To, and, but, it, so. but it also allows you to find those allergies earlier. Which can save that kid's life. Like, if you find out at two that your kid is allergic to shellfish, you can just cut that shit
0: out immediately. You don't have to worry about that anymore. So, yeah, I the breastfeeding thing pisses me they off. They make charts now so that you can, like, um be like, okay, this kid's not allergic to this. Like, here's, you know, and you introduce each thing slowly so that you can be like, oh, they're right. they have a skin reaction? Well, it was... This one new thing that we introduced as opposed to like, well, they tried three different things through dinner, so could be any of those. That's what my big sister
1: did with my nephew. Um, He's going to be two in February, if my brain is working correctly. (laughs) I don't know. He's only existed for two years. I think he's going to be two in February. Um, And she already knows what he's allergic to. And he's just about 18 months old. She knows all of his allergies because she's introduced him to these foods slowly. And we have a lot of allergies in my family. Like, my mom is allergic to all kinds of food, including bananas, red peppers, red wine, tomatoes, all Dang, those things. that's all that. Yeah, my big sister's a celiac, <sighs> too. So it was really important for her to find out if he has gluten allergies or not. If she hadn't have been introducing real human food adult food to her baby she would never have known so yeah it's you should feed your child the way that you want your child to eat for the rest of their lives
0: i okay so i the only thing i might have take issue with that the op is describing is giving him water but apparently you can because you don't want to give a a newborn baby water because they need calories they need Yeah, yeah because they're obviously growing very fast so you need to give them milk and things that can fuel their growth um and if you give them water it tricks their stomach into thinking that they're full and they're not so it's not good to give babies water but after 6 months you can give them water so they're good the the curry thing as well what do you think <sighs> people from that from those cultures that have lots of spicy food what do you think they do feed the kids yeah.
1: What do, you, what do you think they, they give them? Just rice? No. They're, they're eating curry. And
0: white <laughs> like, sauce also helps. Like, it's if it's milk-based, that's gonna, like, tone down the spice. Some spicy. kind
1: of white sauce, she says. Some kind of white sauce. Are you talking about raita? Are you talking about mayonnaise? <laughs> are you talking about sour cream? Yogurt, maybe? Like, none of these things are, are
0: harmful to a child. And I, I bet sister-in-law is... A person of color, just because OP is yeah. like some sort of curry, and it's like okay, some sort of curry, <laughs> some yellow vegetable or stew, or just you know has diverse tastes, but like yellow vegetable
1: stew, that could be a doll, like you know none of these things are harmful they probably have the ravioli for an emergency yeah like oh, i haven't cooked anything kid needs to eat let's just chuck that ravioli in for him but yeah i don't see any problems at all
0: they're introducing him to a healthy way of thinking about food yeah and they're also like like with the vegetable stew it's like this is the food you eat the food that exists
1: mm-hmm yeah don't be giving in and because he's crying and he wants chicken nuggets. Like ugh, I'm saying chicken nuggets because I want chicken nuggets. But... He
0: didn't offer him anything different or dessert or anything. Or dessert or anything. Like he
1: didn't eat his lunch, he doesn't get dessert. What the hell? You don't get dessert if you don't eat your full meal. That's how it works. <laughs> Until you're an adult when you can eat dessert yes, whenever you like. Right. Like I'm just that's my disclaimer.
0: The other thing was uh when he was choking. So Anyone, I mean, I've had family members who've had toddlers, and they fall and they scrape their knee. And the important part is to not panic and not be overly concerned, because they're gonna take their cue from you. So if you're like, "Oh my God, are you okay?" and and you're freaking out, they're gonna start crying. But if you're like, "Oh no, you're all right," and you pick them up and you set them up, and you're like, "Yeah, there you go, you're good," then they'll be fine. Like they yeah, yeah would probably be traumatic that choking incident if. The parents had had more of a reaction, but they're like, he's fine, everything's fine. So we're not going to have a panic attack in this restaurant.
1: That is also, uh, as far as I remember from my CPR and choking training that I did at school, the correct way to stop a toddler from choking. (laughs) Tip him upside down, smack him on the back. That's it. That's how you do it. You don't give him the Heimlich. Like...
0: (sighs) i oh so um with the st- uh, op says in a comment with the stew it wasn't just reheating it though jack said over and over he didn't want it and then my brother said to jack there's no more food until dinner except this and he just sat in silence and ate it and i'm not an expert but i think the point of baby food is that you can't choke on it yeah they're teaching the kid he can't whine and get the chicken nuggets like right and he ate it too that means. They're doing well. They're doing
1: a great job. So he ate something that's nutritious, made of vegetables, isn't going to kill him. Like, I don't see what the problem is. I think just OP's view of how to raise a kid is incredibly warped either by her experience of being a child or like what she sees her friends do with their kids. And, you know the way that someone else raises their child is really none of your goddamn business. Unless there's,
0: like, actual abuse. Unless it's yeah. harmful,
1: yeah. Unless, you know, the kid is bruised or crying all the time or whatever. And at, at that point, that's, you know, that's when you have to step in. But
0: there's nothing harmful going on like here. he's clearly not starving and it's fine. Like, right. Also, I feel like we get a lot of messages that are like, oh, your child is your life and you need to spend all of, dedicate all of your time to making them happy and making sure that they had a better childhood than you but it's like that's part of the reason why i don't want kids is because there's this whole like martyr complex around having kids that you have to like dedicate your entire existence for 18 years to these little people and it's like that's not healthy for anybody i can't commit to what i want to wear in the morning <laughs> How am I going to commit to, oh yeah,
1: I definitely want another human being living with me for 18 years, that I have to train how to do literally everything. Like, no, I don't want that. <laughs> like, at all. It's why I don't have a dog. I don't want it following me around, asking me for <laughs> stuff. Like,
0: cats are the fine. Cat's just aloof enough, yeah. Yeah,
1: like, I, if he wants me, he'll come, but it's like, that's incredibly rare, Whereas a dog is like, love me, 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 love me. (laughs) And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want to. I want to be by myself right now. Just leave me alone. I could, I could not. I could not. So yeah, I think they're doing a really good job at, Teaching this kid about food, and how to be grateful, and how to be resilient, and, you know, he's getting nutritious food, curry never really hurt anybody,
0: I think we're good. Oh, and just before we move on, because I know people will have this question, is, what sort of action are you thinking of taking? And OP says, talk to our parents, probably, though I doubt my sister-in-law would (laughs) listen to them at all. There is a service in our area where you can report child welfare concerns anonymously, and they follow up, but it does seem drastic. On the other hand, the child does not have access to a healthy diet is one of the things on their website it says you may be concerned about. And someone basically summed it up. But he does have access to a healthy diet. They're not feeding him junk food. After 18 months, a child should be weaned off the bottle completely and eating solids. Honest question. Do you have children? (laughs) No, clearly.
1: Right. Like, I don't have kids, but I teach in a school, and I did a lot of training about child development, and my big sister's a midwife, and she has a baby, and, like, no, I think they're good.
0: (laughs) Seems fine. Seems fine I think Opie just needs a little bit of a reality check, uh, and hopefully she won't take any stupid actions. (sighs) Just butt out. It's absolutely none of your business. Like, the
1: breastfeeding thing is still really getting to me and i'm mad about it
0: we uh at a pharmacy used to work at. we used to compound this special um nipple cream because fun fact your nipples can get chapped and like crack during breastfeeding so see this is all the stuff that people who want you to have children never tell you yeah and one one (laughs) dad who was in there he was like My wife needs this like, right now. It's like, okay, we're going to try and get it as fast as possible because it was just so painful.
1: Yeah, I can't even imagine how awful that must be. It's like a
0: numbing cream. Before you get a wax.
1: (laughs) Important, very important step.
0: Uh, Anyway, all right. Well, we're gonna fortunately end on a quarantine love story! Yeah! It's been such a long time! Um, So, this is the opposite of that dog poop story, in that it just keeps getting better and better. Okay, yeah, good. so it's like the, the metric inverse. So, OP is 27 and his best friend is 26. My childhood best friend is giving me a sexuality crisis. Oh, no. I know this is gonna sound like a fucking fan fiction. There's a truck. Let me take that again. That's a, that's a good start, though. <laughs> Solid start. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I do want that. I do want fan fiction, please. Thank you. Please. I know this is gonna sound like fucking fan fiction, but please bear with me because I am struggling right now. Obviously, throw away because my friend lives for Reddit. No matter how close it is, if it ain't my account, I have plausible deniability. Okay. So I am straight, I think, and I grew up with this guy. Let's call him Ned. We met when we were in first grade, and we were inseparable. Around fifth grade, I got a pretty big crush on Ned. No crisis then, because at the time, all of us in Ned's life were under the wrong impression that he was a girl. So I kept my little crush to myself, because of course, you sweat confessing to the quote-unquote girl you like in fifth grade. Fast forward to our freshman year of high school, and he comes out to me as a transgender man, and tells me his real name. I was startled, but I'm no ass. Eventually, I got over my shock and did my best to be there for him. I cut his hair for him. Luckily, his parents were pretty open, and never gave him trouble. I think they knew, but wanted to wait for him to tell them. And I did my best to quote teach him how to be a dude i still had a slight attraction which i felt super guilty about because i knew it was still me seeing him as a girl so i hoped over time he'd look more and more like what guys usually look like i still felt a lot of guilt for my attraction and worked really hard to confront my bias cis sexism he puts in quotation marks or in parentheses (laughs) <laughs> While also being there for him during a difficult time. Fast forward again and we are 20 and 21 and getting an apartment together. He starts legitimate testosterone treatments and working out after fully coming out to his family. His top surgery was yeah. about two years ago and he's fully healed up. And now I'm... Honestly, guys, I'm still sweating. <laughs> it's just the dot, dot, dot there. There's... Honestly, nothing about him looks remotely feminine at all. He was always tall for a, quote, girl, but now with the added muscle of his constant working out, he's just really big and muscular. He's about (laughs) 6'1", and I'm 5'9", and I found the difference attractive before, and I still do, to be honest. Oh, yes. He made a joke about our difference picking me up like a child the other day, and I almost fainted. (laughs) (laughs) Nosebleed. He's got a full-on beard, his voice is deeper, and just nothing about him is, quote, feminine, But he's still kind of hot and still the amazing dude I got into all kinds of shenanigans with and grew up next to. If anything, I'm almost more smitten with him now that I see how strong he is and how hard he works to get what he wants. I'm... (laughs) I'm seriously starting to doubt my own straightness, but I also don't want to be just hanging on to old crushes and not seeing him for the man he is, because he deserves so much more. He's told me about chasers and dudes who used to just date him before he started testosterone, not treating him like a man, and it breaks my heart. If I could, I would probably date him, honestly, but I worry it's for the wrong reasons, I don't know. I'm not even sure what I'm asking, maybe I needed to just get this off my chest, but any advice on how I can move forward would be awesome, I guess. Thank you for reading. (laughs) This is the best best story I ever heard. Drinking this through a straw. Like, (laughs) me, that gay shit, that skeleton. (laughs) Just the support, the like. Self awareness.
1: Ride or die, the self awareness. And then it's like, oh shit, maybe you still have a crush on him? (laughs) Like, uh, mm, tell me more. Tell me more more about your sexual (laughs) identity (laughs) crisis. I need it. (laughs) But honestly, like even if this was heterosexual, the way that he treats his friend
0: mm-hmm.
1: like through everything is just so pure and wholesome. And I love it. Everybody should be that that accommodating of their friends. I know that um, when my friend came out to me um, as non-binary, that was really difficult. We'd known each other for a really long time. It wasn't difficult because I was like, no. It was like... Oh, okay. I have to, like, just change a few things in my brain right now, because I'm not thinking about this person in the correct way anymore. Yeah. And th- that's definitely a struggle, but to just be like, yeah, dude, I'll cut your hair for you. No sweat. Like, that's that's, that's real. That's, that's best friendship to the extreme. I-, I
0: love the way he words it, too, because he's like, I had a crush because we were under the wrong impression that he was a girl. Like, uh, that phrasing is right. so good.
1: <laughs>
0: I just, I do
1: understand his uncertainty though like do i have a crush on this person because in my head i still believe they're a girl yeah, absolutely or like th- th- this is a valid question and you need to get past the gender thing and start thinking about the personality thing it's the person that you fell in love with right not the gender of the person that you fell in love with so go for it dude yeah just like do it. I probably wouldn't even mention that I had a crush on them when they were a different gender.
0: Not at first. Not at yeah. first,
1: because I wouldn't, you wouldn't want to plant that seed in that other person's head either. Yeah,
0: and, and I think, well, okay, so to a- answer a few questions in the comments, uh, someone asks, is Ned interested in boys? And OP says, yes, he's gay. And then OP in a later comment says, I know bi people exist and I'm friends with several, but it's really hard to confront the idea that you aren't straight and the fact that it was your transgender friend who caused you to start thinking that way and wondering if you were just being a transphobic bigot and only seeing him as a woman. And so I think if he's identifying as bisexual, then that's going to be like helpful in the like, you know, obviously don't don't say it right at the beginning, but
1: well, he's also not sure is he? He doesn't know if he's bisexual. So, this is like baby steps, right? This is okay, I now have to try and confront the idea that I might be bisexual and let's go with that for now. Yeah. And I think that's probably how I would go about talking to the friend about it is like, "Hey, I've been thinking for a little while I might be bisexual and I don't know how to feel about yeah. it." Like don't don't involve the crush. In the first instance. Mm -hmm. Don't be like, I might be bisexual and I think I want to bang you.
0: You don't want to be like, "Uh, I'm with your ex and also pregnant with his baby. And also, can you play in the baby shower?
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. You don't just want to throw everything in the boat and hope it doesn't sink. So, yeah. I think that's how I'd do it if it was me.
0: And uh, so in the edit, he says, I don't know if anyone will see this, but I wanted to say thank you for all the amazing advice I've gotten. I've reconsidered a lot about myself and I will be telling him tonight that I suspect I'm bisexual and will hopefully tell him he was the catalyst of my doubt. Thank you so much for every nice word, support and validation on his masculinity. And then in another comment, he says, I've thought it through and he and I usually have a nice junk food and TV night on Wednesdays to get through the week. I don't know if I have the courage to tell him everything, but I might tell him I'm doubting my sexuality. Thank you so much for the advice.
1: Good start. Good start. That's the perfect place to start. uh,
0: Yeah, I think this is going to be a whole conversation, and you can't just be like, hey, I think I'm bi. Okay, cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be... And that's probably... If he's your best friend, that's the right person to be discussing that with. Like, regardless of the crush, it's like, hey, I really wanted to sound this out with you and talk it through. Yeah.
0: I know. (laughs) I love it, and... I just the way he talks about his friends, <laughs> he he loves him.
1: He really does. I hope it went well and uh, they managed to have a good, self-affirming junk food and TV night where they got some things off their chests. I think that would be very good and nice and lovely.
0: Yes, I'll I'll check for the update <sighs> next time because we need to spread this <laughs> spread this tasty morsel out. I need to know that it ended well. Bless them. It reminds me a lot of the um, guy telling his husband that he loves him. Uh, I can't remember what episode that is, but, you know, you should should have listened to it already.
1: I mean, yeah, you should have listened to the previous 25 episodes. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Go back right now. There's a lot of tasty morsels back there. You've missed me having, like, a complete meltdown because everything's terrible. (laughs) You missed the owls. You missed the dog that looks like a human. You missed the creepy doll. Like, there's so much stuff you've missed. I don't even know why you're still here. Just turn this off right now. You don't need to listen to the outro. Just go.
0: Leave. Yeah, I, yeah, this one says... The creepy
1: doll is prime content, by the way. I,
0: <laughs> I stumbled upon that picture that I had saved in my photos the other day. And I was like, this doesn't need to be here anymore. Delete.
1: <laughs> I don't need this in my life. Goodbye. I wish you could do that with a lot of stuff in your life. Just delete, like, so
0: forget that this existed. <sighs> now it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it shows up at <sighs> one in the morning when you're trying to go to sleep. And your brain's like, "Hey, remember that thing you said when you were ten? <laughs> yeah, that was terrible,
1: wasn't it? Oh God, I bet everybody remembers that. Every everybody you know remembers that. Even people who weren't there remember that. You know that. what
0: helps me with that is I try and think of a uh, like an embarrassing thing that a friend has said, like. I can't can't remember anything anything embarrassing anybody else has ever done except for me. I can't remember a damn embarrassing (laughs) thing except for like the funny ones and nothing like that was actually embarrassing. So there you go. No one, no one thinks about you all that much. (laughs) (laughs) That's sad. In a good way, in a good way. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) End on I that know. thought. we? I just want to like we? sit in this adorable love story for another like. I know. I'll read it again. No. Like, how how far can we it <laughs> out? <laughs> well, you can find me on Twitter at Morgan underscore Slay. You can send us your quarantine love stories at oh, Are yeah. the letter you the word serious pod on Twitter, or you can email us your suggestions for turning your niece into a rogue at. Are <laughs> the letter U the word serious pod at gmail dot com?
1: Uh, you can tell me how wrong I am about feeding children at um, at Esme underscore C underscore knows, as in knows lots of things on Twitter. Um, or you can come yell at me on Facebook uh, at r the letter slash u the letter serious podcast uh, where the picture of the creepy doll still exists <laughs> if you're interested it's on there nothing is ever gone from Facebook remember that remember that Serious <laughs> is your memory everything you ever put on Facebook Zuck owns and he, he was against you when the time comes throwback
0: Thursday you will get a picture to pop up and you can be like oh I do not want to share this embarrassing thing that I wrote when I was 18 thank you goodbye <laughs> <laughs> but Zuck knows. Zuck will always know. And he has like a burned book of people's embarrassing throwback Thursday posts.
1: I imagine it like you know at the end of the of the Dark Knight where Batman has the big like TV, like the mobile phone monitoring <laughs> screen. That's what Zuck has, but it's just all the embarrassing shit you ever put oh, on yeah. Facebook and all your dick pics and all that stuff. Enjoy, enjoy thinking about that for the rest of the day.